Now, Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Shara McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, located on the South Shore, and I have been working as a full-time realtor and sales and marketing consultant for home buyers and home sellers for the past 15 years. I have helped hundreds of clients throughout the home buying and home selling process. My unique approach to assisting my clients to the next chapter of their lives is driven by being a team player and by offering them continuous training, education, advising, and mentoring. I like to say that I offer my clients exceptional service that moves you. Every week, I will be providing you with real estate topics ranging from home buyer and home seller advice, legal matters, insurance binders, flood insurance concerns, home inspection questions, environmental worries like radon, lead paint, and mold, mortgages and loan programs, staging tips and ideas, real estate contracts, market trends, home values, and more. It's a talk radio show, and sometimes we are even interactive, so you can follow along online. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. If you missed any of our shows, or if you want to listen to one again, you can listen on my podcast at talkrealestateradio.com. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me regarding your home sale or your home purchase, I'd love the opportunity to meet with you. You can connect with me anytime at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I have my team members, Sharon McNamara. She's doing some some damage control over here. And I have Mary Baker with me what? tonight. What's up? You're supposed, like, you're supposed to like continue on with this. Okay. And then we have one very, very special guest tonight. <laughs> we have Ken McCormick, the Deputy Chief of Pembroke's Fire Department. Hello, Ken. Well, hello, ladies. How are hello. you? Acting captain currently? Acting captain? Um, no. Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> just made that up. Just me. I'm just me. <laughs> just me. Well, really, day. You're not just you. You are you. You're 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 the guy. You're the guy that we go to when we have anything fire related mm-hmm. that we need. Um, you're you're the one that we call. Well, there you and go. And we're we're it's glad like when you there. show up. Uh, More than happy to help. Nice. And then we have Michelle Fay, one of our agents here. You could just. Holler. Hi. Um, <laughs> um, she's hanging out with us tonight in our studio here at our new office, 19 Manacusa Street, right in Pembroke Center. Um, but tonight, it's all about fire safety. And the reason why we wanted to do this show is um, we, we try to have you on once or twice a year with us, um, especially near daylight savings, because, and surprisingly, daylight savings is this Sunday, which I didn't even know until 20 minutes ago when Michelle said, it's <laughs> this really? Sunday. <laughs> There you go. We were like, we should probably know what it is before, and Michelle's just like, it's um in a few days. <laughs> Which is kind so, of crazy. It feels like it just like comes up super, super quick. I know. I feel like we just had it. But but anyway, so we like to have you on the show um, because Daylight Savings is a great time um, to remember to sort of go through your house and, and sort of see if you're up to code and all that fun stuff. Change your batteries for your smoke detectors. Isn't yeah. that like the big one? That yeah. is the big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We'll get into the whole list. Okay. I know. Right now we can't hear Ben in the studio, so we don't know if uh, if Lisa's ready for the traffic or not. But can you hear me or no? We'll just keep going until we get the we get the hey Lisa's here. We get the go ahead. We get the go ahead. 
Yeah, well, we are going ahead. We did, it's the halt we need to know. Are we right. doing a halt? Yeah. Um, I don't know if but anyways, so yes, we have Ken with us tonight. So why don't you give yourself um, a little bit of an introduction to all of our listeners who might not have had any of our past shows that you've been on. Okay. Sort of how long you've been yeah, on the uh, fire department, what your role is here in Pembroke. So I've hit the 25-year mark uh, with the Pembroke Fire Department. Um, my role as a deputy Kudos, chief. Friend. Thank you. My role as a deputy chief is the fire prevention and inspection um, and ALS coordinator. So I do, you know, I have multiple hats. Nice, um, nice. So I make sure I do all the inspections that you guys ask us to do. Yeah, uh, that we so kindly yeah. ask you to do. Um, but I do have to interrupt you for two seconds. Um, we do have Lisa Namilo from the WATD Traffic Center on the line. So um, we can't hear you, Lisa, so we can't have fun banter this week. But, um, well, I wish we could talk because it's always great talking to you, Sharon, but you're still in the thick of it on the expressway southbound. It's inching along from the tunnel down through Savin Hill. You're back in it from Granite Ave to the split. Northbound's crawling from Furnaceburg up past and upon at Circle and again approaching the tunnel. Route 3 South is stop and go coming off the expressway. The Sagamore and Bourne are both delay-free, but Route 24 South delays from 93 down to Route 139 and again through West Bridgewater. This report is sponsored by the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. Use your power to cure IBS and join the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation at Spin for Crohn's and Colitis Cures. Get started at spin4.org. Traffic on the nines every morning. I'm Lisa DeMilo in the WATD Traffic Center. Talk real estate continues on WATD. Now, let's connect with this week's Boston Connect Real Estate's Weekly Agent Spotlight. Spotlight. some instructors we don't we haven't got into that pattern yet we're going to try to oh is that like a special course or something you have yeah. to take in order to be a teacher <clears throat> so you have to be an instructor a cpr instructor uh-huh uh, so we do have a couple guys so we're going to try to start doing some community stuff we want like to that. do something like that yeah i'd yeah. love to I wanna do learn that. how to um, i want to be cpr certified and i want to know do you do the whole um like uh for new mothers um like car putting in the training. car seat. So we do have a car seat. Actually, Mike, who was here earlier, mm-hmm. is our car seat guy. We only have one because mm-hmm. um, that's a like a 40, 50 hour class that you have to oh, go really? through. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Um, to learn how to put in a car seat? To be certified. Wow. I'm entirely coming to the fire department yeah. when I have a kid. I'm not even entrusting myself to Yeah, well, do people do that? Can yeah. we just people yeah. just stop by? Well, you you, you so he's yeah. the only one, so you got to make an appointment when he's you on. Did? But yeah. if he's on, he'll come out and be more than happy to huh. help you with him. Huh. Yep. That's fun. Can I, yeah. like, 
can I hire him to like come here and like have a day? I'll call him. I'll just give me his digits. I'll give him a buzz. Yeah, I'll get him. Hey, Mike, I'm gonna give you a ringling because the yeah. guys are listening tonight, aren't they? They are. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure this is this is gonna get ugly. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> no. So they'll ask good intelligent questions. Yeah, they call it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't put me on the spot. No. I, well, let me just ask you, how many feet is it between every uh, smoke detector? 30 feet. <laughs> just, just for those other guys that might be listening right anyway. now. Um, yeah, so and that's just about, you know, it's a long day when you're there, but you, there's many hats you wear, but you get it all done. Plus you do runs and mm-hmm. we help out, you know, because they need other people and stuff. So. Yeah. It's fun. Were you uh, super busy when pretty much Pembroke lost all their power? We were. Yeah. Yeah, we, <laughs> we had our moments. Yeah, we had a um, we had a smoke inspection in Halifax, and I don't think a lot of Halifax had uh, power, so we were like, yeah, we think this might be canceled because I don't think it's high on their priority list. Yeah, I called Halifax, and she goes, I live in that neighborhood. It is there's no power. There's no power. We were at ninety-seven percent out of Wow. This town, ninety-seven percent. Yeah, it's so weird because my house had electricity, and that was without the generator. Could not figure it out, and I don't think it had anything to do. Maybe you, because because you come from you might come from Hanson. Oh. You had electricity the whole time. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I know you did, but I, I don't. I don't tell people when I have I electricity. I was gonna say you didn't even <laughs> tell me. I, I yeah, I only lost power for a couple hours, but I I think it's because I live near the hospital, so I feel like I'm a high priority area. But could you know, be there are those. Could be. There but, are. Uh, <laughs> You're yeah. no longer near the, there anymore. Yeah, now you're a Pembroke resident. Yeah, now I'm a Pembroke resident. Good for you. <laughs> Did I inspect that house? Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet, but you will be. <laughs> you guys, keep on going with your conversations and your stuff while I'm figuring out some of the stuff here. Yeah. So that's it about me. That's it about you. <laughs> yeah. That's it. So. Talk a little bit about um, fire safety in the winter. So I know we had a really good show where Sharon sent out a text message to kind of all of our like top people, mm-hmm. and you had a lot of good tips and tricks for everybody. Um, you know, checking your smoke detectors and checking, making sure that your burners have been looked at um, yeah. once a year. But talk about a little bit about that. Yeah. So what? I mean, this is the time. So CO becomes an issue right now. Yeah. Fireplaces become. This is the first time you're using them. You know, some people don't turn the heat on until November first. It's the time, you know. They, yeah, I wish I could have waited yeah. that long. No uh, some people don't no use their fireplaces or wood burning stoves till then. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is the time that you'll have issues with your fireplace either being blocked or not working properly, not pointed right. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where you'll have issues with your heater, your burner, mm-hmm. if it hasn't been serviced. This is the issue where you'll start to get more CO calls, carbon monoxide calls, because you're using heat, you're using fossil fuel burning equipment, which creates that which you normally would use, you know, in the summertime. So when you say fossil fuel burning, that's anything that's gas? That's so anything that, that's anything that burns fossil fuel, so oil, oil. gas, wood burning stoves, Because I think a lot of kerosene. people think that gas um, is directly associated with carbon monoxide, but it's not. It's anything fossil fuel will create carbon monoxide. Okay. So the only thing that's really safe is uh, electric. Electric? Yeah, which hopefully not too many I mean, there's a whole that. different slew of things that come yeah. along with electric anyway. Right. So now I'm just curious because I haven't had a fire in my fireplace yet. What possible things could it ha- like? What should I be looking for? So pointing is if it's mm-hmm. old, okay. you want to make sure it's pointed on the outside. Make sure that it has mortar in between all the bricks. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that can create some issues. Does it cause like a backdraft? It can cause up? that. It can cause the fire to start to escape mm-hmm. through the to, to the the chimney breast portion of it. 
So you want to make sure it's pointed on the inside and it's and it's sealed up on the in, uh, outside and sealed up on the inside. Okay. Uh, make sure that you. I'm gonna send you a picture. Later. Flues are cl uh, cleaned up. You okay. know, you hold. We keep all the ashes. Make sure those are clean. Mm -hmm. Make sure that you didn't have some rodents that built a nest coming through the top. Why don't you Why don't you tell Ken the story about somebody replacing your water heater? Okay. Well, so now I'm thinking like a whole slew of things, um, but. Before we had a cap on our chimney, we definitely need to, needed to have it repointed, but before we had a cap on it, a lot of debris had been backing up and our um, hot water tank was vented directly through our chimney, I guess, I guess. that's what how it was. And when we went to replace our hot water tank, Mark McNamara pulled out the hot water tank, pulled out the um, whatever the connection was and found that the debris had basically piled up so high that if you take a circle, it was just like a very small half moon at the top. Mm -hmm. And so guess who didn't have a carbon monoxide detector in their basement? You. Yeah. And this was before we bought the house, just so you know. Yeah. Well, Mark doesn't get that. Um, he doesn't get that freaked out about things. He's sort of like calm under pressure and everything. And he took a picture of it and sent it to me. And he called me and he's like, thank God their water heater went. He's like, because honestly, they were minutes away from just they could have died from carbon monoxide because there was so much to bring. have to be vented in a different yeah flu, well and it, he said I that think it might be what yeah. happened yeah. that's by law they can't be vented in the same yeah i think yeah. it might be yeah. but what happened was that all the animal debris and everything was in there but the only reason why it was a smaller unit that it was putting in right yeah so he had to chip out some of the fireplace because it was lower. He said if it was the same size and the hole would have been right where it was, that he would have never known. So it was really yeah, good okay. timing. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Good but it's timing. scary. I mean, well, we, those are the we things you don't these. think about. Like, yeah. That's why I'm asking. Mm -hmm. I mean, you don't think about just the mortar and the gases being escaping from the mortar in your chimney mm -hmm. and, and being released back into the house. Yeah. No, so you like, don't. What, Besides a chimney fire, what could arise? And that's what it is. Oh, there's, yeah, there's a lot. I mean, and again, if someone built a nest in there and you start it mm -hmm. and it doesn't go out, backs up, comes into the house, and you say so you just go to bed, you, you light it and you maybe leave the room. Mm -hmm. you know, open fireplaces have total different circumstances where things can go wrong than like a wood burn stove or a pellet stove. Because mm -hmm. it's open. It's we have fake candles in our you do fake fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can go wrong with that. Nothing no, those wrong. are electric too. So um, yeah. So, yeah, so I mean, make sure you have a good, if you have an open fireplace, make sure you have a good barrier or gate mm. so that embers and ashes don't come out. If somebody's going to do, I know we got right onto this track, but if somebody was going to change out, we see people changing it out, one to gas, like wood to gas, mm -hmm. but then a lot of pellet, people are putting in the pellet stoves and the wood stoves there must be a permitting process for that but are you related to that like you don't have to inspect so we do nothing with wood burning stoves pellet stoves or chimneys the fire department it's the building department okay okay there, so, there is a permit involved yeah because there are codes that you have to meet through the building code yeah with the size of a hop and yeah. distance uh, but it has nothing to do with fire department. nothing but we're always told i think we're always told that the fire department would hold the permits for that no no i would have expected no, it i think that's with the oil tanks or something if somebody we has do oil, oil tanks so we do oil, oil, oil propane we'll do propane hooked to a ventless mm -hmm. um fireplace okay. we'll do smoke we do um lpg on the other side use it for cooking or some other you know pool heat or something to that effect but we have nothing to do with fireplaces hmm. nothing 
I, I did not realize that. I mean, don't use it if it's not correct, but that's about the only thing that we have to do. It's all through the building. Okay. Hmm. So how, what about a couple other things that you mentioned? So like getting ready for, and this is just going along with like home maintenance, um, keeping your steps. Cause I know, I'm sure you get a lot of like slip and you do. fall yeah. calls during yeah. the winter. Yeah. Keep your steps, uh, you know, don't use water to melt the ice, the hot water. Okay, this stuff. I, I was going to to open up uh, frozen I don't, lock boxes. I was just yeah. going to give away a trick. I don't, make, I don't make this stuff up. So if I'm telling you it's actually happened. So yeah, just keep that kitty litter or something. <laughs> I just that got effect. that. Yeah. Um, you know, keep your steps clean. Try to keep a path to at least one door for us if we have heavy snow. For the gas furnaces, and this is just me thinking snow now. None of the gas furnaces mm -hmm. have to be vented. Yep. What What's that law? What, that law Nicole's, that, Nicole's, Nicole's law. Yeah. So that's going back into carbon monoxide a little right. bit. But it is important to keep your pathways so, yeah, clear. So, yeah, that clear. fill or vent from oil. Mm -hmm. Actually, they have to be at, once say, 18 inches above Oxid grade. Yeah. yeah. So if they're coming out of a porch, they have to be 18 inches higher than the porch. If they're mm -hmm. coming out of the side of the house, they have to be 18 inches higher. Um, so you just, yeah, you got to make sure that those are clear. Mm -hmm clear a path or give us a path mm -hmm. to get to you. You don't need us to get delayed because you haven't shoveled mm -hmm. or given us a clear path. Just one. That's so all you're not going to like run through eight feet of snow? We will. It's just going to take us time to get there. <laughs> okay. Just ask. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll run through okay. it. As quick, as quick as you can. Yeah. But you it's going to slow us down. Door. So okay. if you're having a heart attack or something's going on in the house and we got to dig well, a well, path. We, we hear that all the time too though is because one of the things I'm thinking about is when it snows now and michelle i don't know if you feel this way because like our parents are older i don't just have the stress of what's happening at my house it's always the stress of like getting my parents yeah. out and you know digging them out but we always hear that like make sure you're checking on your neighbors and i just think it's just so important it's not just when it's snowing i mean when we lost power the other day yeah. i called my nana at 6 30 in the morning making sure that she had power because she's on oxygen. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, I gotta make sure I'm like, this is the mm -hmm. first thing. And she's like, yeah, I have power. And she lived on the other side of town. I'm like, okay, bye, go back to bed. <laughs> I didn't have any power. But so something like, you know, trying to, um, you know, make a path for you guys mm -hmm. to get in. It's the same for, for not having any power. If you have a bunch of furniture in the hallway and all that stuff, yeah. it's just gonna mm -hmm. get in your way if you can't right. see. So try to, I don't know, live minimally? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Or just have clear paths where you're going to walk. So I mean, just, just have a clear path. I'm not saying you have to enter a single path yeah, clear. Yeah. Asking a lot well, for not only that, too, though, it isn't like, you know, if somebody is having a heart attack, you don't want to show up with a shovel for you to get in and then for you to get them out, you know, because you have the, the wheelie gurney. Right, same thing with a fire hydrant. <laughs> if, you have a, if you have a fire hydrant in front of your house, you should probably shovel that think, out. In, shovel that think out. in your head that you own that because uh -huh. that's truly, if it's not shoveled out, that's truly the thing that's going to save your house. Uh -huh. So if we have to spend 10 minutes digging it out. Do they all work? Because I have yeah, them across the street from me, but I don't think it's 90, actually in working. 90, Five percent of them. They don't flush it, so they do. They flush the one in front of my house. I, feel I don't like know it's if it's the one in your front of your house, but they flush them. They, yeah. The water farm is pretty proactive about making sure that yeah. they work and they're flushed. Yeah. Not every single hydrant works in town, but they're. Check? Is that the water department? Well, you don't. You just call the water department and they'll tell you. You right. don't check it at all. Okay. You but can go over there with a big their space. <laughs> 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 their I'm flushing the hydrant. <laughs> they're spaced out. What is wrong with you? They're spaced out three to five hundred feet. 800 feet 
Where we not can, 10 feet? No, no, not 10 feet. Where we can get another one, you know what I mean? We're feeling a little silly tonight, Ken. Can you feel it? I got I mean, it. Honest to goodness. You know what we're going to do, though? Uh, we're having a little bit of technical difficulties that our listeners probably can't um, hear or see. Uh, but we're on Facebook Live, so you can see us on there still. And what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to sort of reset our equipment, and then we will be right back. Are you thinking about selling your home or buying a new one? Are you a first-time home buyer or perhaps just right-sizing? Do you have a buyer's agent? Do you know if you really even need one? What is home staging? Will it really help me sell my home faster? Do I have to have a home inspection? How much home insurance do I need for my new home? How do I handle my estate sale? What are home sale contingencies? Have you heard that you have to put 20% down to buy a new home? Did you know that that wasn't true? Are you worried about environmental issues? What is radon, lead paint, and mold? Is there a difference between a foreclosed property or a short sale? Do you need to have a Title V inspection to sell your home? What do you do if your system fails? Are these questions you have but you don't know who to ask? Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara of Boston Connect Real Estate. Call my office for a one-on-one consultation with me or one of the many dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so we can talk real estate. It's easy to connect with some of the South Shore's most experienced real estate agents. Go to bostonconnect.com, bostonconnect.com, or call 781-826-7300. Are you experiencing ice dams, flooding, and water leaks inside your house? Environmental Resources provides solutions and preventative maintenance for your home or business. When the ice and snow begin to melt, get ready for the excess water damage. Environmental Resources utilizes the latest technology of thermal infrared imaging to detect water leaks to your property by assessing potential interior water problems early to prevent flooding and even poor indoor air quality such as mold. Environmental Resources is dedicated to help with your interior water damage needs. They provide practical solutions, guiding you in the right direction when it comes to flooding, ice dams, and mold. Take action today and do not allow the blizzards of 2015 to ruin what you have worked so hard for. Environmental Resources is located on the South Shore in Norwell, servicing the greater Boston and surrounding coastal regions of Massachusetts. Call today, 781-248-9975 online at airenvironments.com. Are you looking to build a new home, remodel your current home, add an addition, or just complete some home maintenance projects? If so, you should consider Foss Construction for all of your home projects. Foss Construction is a family-owned and operated construction company located right here on the South Shore. They're licensed and insured, as are their great team of subcontractors who also live in the community. Foss Construction takes on both residential and commercial projects, ranging from large to small jobs. With over 40 years of experience and Andrew and Bob are true craftsmen dedicated to the perfection of their trade. Their specialty is working diligently with their clients to understand their needs and desires in order to create a truly customized home that will last and be enjoyed for years. Along with providing a superior product, the Foss team will work hard to make sure that you have a positive construction experience so that you'll become a lifelong client. To learn more about Foss Construction, visit them on the web at fossconstruction.com, fossconstruction.com, or even better, like them on Facebook. We now return to Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services on 95.9 WATD. 
we're back. Hello to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara, and you are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate with the Boston Connect Real Estate Broker Team. We also have special guests in studio tonight. You can find us on Facebook, so we're Facebook Live, so you can go to... Are we on Pembroke Connect? We are. I think we're on Pembroke Connect. We have yep, a lot of people are. that are weighing in, so I don't know if anybody has any questions there. We have Michelle... Faye, Pyro, Pyro, what do we say? Pyro. Pyro. <laughs> I don't know what Pyro. And we have a firefighter here Pyro. tonight. So it's perfect. Stop Pyro. But maybe you can see over there on Facebook and see if anybody's asking us any questions. Do you mind? Um, I can't see. You can't see. Okay. You're here. You're the same with me. And we also have uh, the one and only Deputy Chief from the Pembroke uh, Fire he is Department. the one and only. The one and only. You are the one and only deputy chief, right? I am the only deputy, correct. Okay, perfect. Well, we are happy to have you here with us tonight. We're hoping that all the guys that are on uh, shift tonight are listening. So if anybody has any questions, and that might be them, 781-837-4900, you can get in touch with us, and we'll make sure that you get piped in through Ben. And um, I think that all of our technical difficulties are taken care of now. So, Mary, you want to sort of continue on? We're so happy to be, we can hear Ben again. Mm. Ben, are you there? Oh, I'm always here somewhere. <laughs> ben, I always want to sing the Michael Jackson song to you, but I'll do it off air. One of these days, we're going to set up a karaoke event. We're going to make it happen. That <laughs> sounds good. So, all right, Mary, do you want to continue on where we were? Yeah, so actually, I was just reading through the agenda, and this is this is a good one for me. I burn candles, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. And actually, it's I want... to your cats. Yeah, it probably isn't good for the cats. I know scents are really bad for them, but candle safety. So what what do I have to be worried about that? Uh, I mean, everything. just just being unattended entirely, no, or like my cat. Yeah, so Should I be worried that my cat's going to get up there, or my well, yeah, rambunctious I mean, cat, Yeah, I'm not saying. Dog? I'm not saying. Yeah, I mean animals animals can do it. I mean they can knock a candle over. It's if it's especially cats because they get higher than dogs. But um, yeah, I mean candles are a issue. An issue all the way around. Yeah, Especially you ever seen if you anything leave like them. really bad? Huh? You ever seen anything really bad from candles? Uh, yeah, I've watched a house burn to the ground. No, you didn't, yeah. really? Yeah. What? From a so, candle? Yeah. I always thought that the wax... Okay, so this is me yeah, being but if naive. It catches, if it catches combustible material on fire, it doesn't matter about the wax. So it's basically placement, right? It's placement. So where you're putting it's, them. Yeah, it's placement. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that has a lot to do with it, but you shouldn't leave them unattended, period. Okay, so you so, shouldn't light a candle yeah. and then go out shopping and come back. Okay. Yeah, that'd be silly. Um, well, no, I wouldn't do that, but well, I mean, I definitely... You shouldn't use a candle, candle. like a, a Yankee or whatever candle, if it's one-third. If it's a third full, throw it out, especially mm-hmm. if it's in glass. Oh, so if the wick's if a, third a third down. So if the candle was full and it's now one-third okay, of the candle it. left, just toss it out. Because okay. that's, that's going to heat up. It's going to heat up. It just heats the glass. It's just going to heat the glass, and that's how that will explode. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, candles are a tricky thing. They're nice, but they're tricky if you're, if you're not well, careful. Well, they make a lot of electric or battery-operated alternatives now. Well, yeah, I know a lot of times with, you know, Casey, um, oh, we have Mr. John Shea is in the building right now. Hi, John Shea. How are Hello. you? So we have nice him here. They're, these guys photos. are so good. What do you think of our panel here, John uh, Shea? It's a little hot. i got to do some adjusting. Oh, he's doing some adjusting. We're a little hot. So um, we are, yeah, that's good, but now we can't hear ourselves. So. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Sorry for all the confusion here tonight, guys. Um, one of the things that, what were all oh, the, oh, Casey, her lease, it says that she can't burn candles in her apartment. Oh, really? Like mm-hmm. she can't burn candles at all? No. Huh. Can't burn candles. I wonder if that was in my No, but one of the candles that I have upstairs had a cork 
type cover. And a lot of times, like if you do the Yankee Candle ones, they're metal. So when I was putting the candles out, I would always put that metal cover on top of the Yankee Candle. But the cork thing had a piece of paper on it, a sticker on it, and it said, do not put out with this. Don't, what do they call it? Snuff? Stuff. Stuff? Snuff? Snuff. Snuff. Don't snuff out the candle with the cork, like with the thing. And what do you think? I came in here one day and somebody did do that because it was all burnt. And I was like, oh. Oh my gosh. And then I left one day. We had a candle burn in here and Mark and I left to do something and we came back. He's like, why are you going back in? I was like, I just have like a couple things that I want to take care of. And it was sort of late and I came in and the candle was going in the conference room. So you can take that to, and you can take that to a self-cleaning oven. Don't leave that when you go. Well, actually we had somebody who did that and it, it, I don't know if they were like it was they had cleaned it or maybe not scrubbed the grease on it from the night before and it no lie it caught on fire um it was right after christmas and the they had to come in and pretty much demo her brand i think it was brand new kitchen she, like she had just renovated yeah, that will, it that will burn your house to the ground uh, another one is that leaving your dryer going so if you put clothes in the dryer a big load of clothes in the dryer and then leave go crush shopping oh i do that all the time yeah, no, no. Don't. I didn't know that you're not supposed to do that. Well, you yeah, could do whatever you would like. It's just it's not advisable to do that. Um, you should be home when you're running a dryer. You should be home when you're self-cleaning an oven. You're you going to get home called my house. Oh, definitely self-cleaning an oven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, so we actually... Um, Again, all three. Don't do any of that. Well, because I've been to all three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't do all three at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> definitely so, don't do that. Don't do and them if individually. if you're not home to stop it, or to notify someone, then when you come home, we'll probably be surrounding your house. When you get home? Yeah, when you get home. <laughs> mm-hmm. So your neighbor's going to be calling you, is everything okay? The fire department's at your house. Mm, I'll have a panic No, time. but that It'll is scary, though. Four minutes to get there. No, last night I was actually, I, I'm having a hard time sleeping at night anyways. Well, I turned over and I looked out my window and I thought that I saw like orange, like from my neighbor's house next door. Yeah, the aliens. It was, it was only aliens the aliens. In the box. Yeah, the aliens <laughs> in the bogs that yeah, I was told about tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Not by me. By my friend, John Che. Not John Che, John Che just left. Jimmy, Jimmy Che. Um, anyways, um, I thought that the first thing I thought was, I was like, oh my goodness, is that like flames or, you know what I mean? You really do have to be looking for other people. We hear stories in the news all the time about like young kids that just happen to be up playing video games and see the house next door, just these flames. You have to be aware to do it. We've had two dryer fires probably in an eight month period. Really? That did damage moderate and minor to two houses. So all it right, happens. Well, I'm definitely going to pay attention. You to just got to pay attention. Right? That's all. You just so, got to. Be there. Is it because I put the dryer on all the time right before I walk out the door? So is the fire starting from like not changing the lynch thing, or do you think it's is it fire from going out? So it could be any one of things. It could be fire from not cleaning the lint trap, the hose that goes out through the wall, or it just could be the dryer seized, stopped spinning. Mm-hmm. And then that's where it just caught, it just kept on running, but it wasn't spinning because it seized up and mm-hmm. then just got the clothes inside, mm-hmm. um, you know, on fire. So, I mean, it can happen either way, but it happens. Yep. So, I know when we were just talking about candles, too, is I remember we had like a severe tragedy. What was that, like two or three years ago over at Pembroke Housing, right? Didn't they think that that had something to do oh, with? Was, you know, well, more than... Was it? Yeah. It seems like just I yesterday, was, doesn't it? I was a brand new captain. Oh, really? Yeah. It was actually my shift, so um, it was a while ago. Yeah. It was a long time ago. And the cat, ago. was it like a I cat? I was going to say, I don't remember what this is. 
Yeah, there was a terrible tragedy, and there I thought that I had heard that the cat had flipped over the um, the candle, candle, and it was a fire, and yeah, somebody actually perished in the fire. It was really sad. But, I mean, that's the thing when, you know, we're sort of laughing about candles and the safety of it. I just, it is so important. Like, it was, like, it scared me to death that mm-hmm. I haven't lit that candle since I came in that night because I thought, my goodness, you know, just mm-hmm. if that if that glass broke and no one's here, I mean, it's really dangerous. That's yeah. the other thing. I mean, people think, like, candles in a bedroom is, like, for ambiance. I'd be, like, petrified the whole time. I'd be like, there's no romance here. Those things could go on fire. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to be careful. I mean, my curtains. people love them. They have a place. My curtains. I know. Just, I haven't used a candle since I got Zoe. So I, I just feel like she's going to knock it over, and the whole place is just going to... Yeah. Well, Quiet. You're just talking to your landlord now. So. Well, <laughs> I, got I, I have renter's insurance. So. <laughs> She's walking around. Don't worry. I have renter's insurance. For romance. I mean, you can still have romance with candles. Like, if I had a big, like, um, like jacuzzi tub, I'd be okay with candles around a tub. <laughs> just knock them in. Unless your hair catches on fire. Yeah, unless you're in the tub. <laughs> I, I mean, fire is just no joke. That's what we're no, coming to. No, yeah, That's what no, we're coming to down yeah, to, right? No, it really isn't. Um, well, and that's why I think the importance of, you know, the reason why we're so familiar with you and the rest of the guys in, in several towns, actually, is basically it's Mary's job that she takes care of, you know, going around to all the houses and everything is, you know, when you're buying a new house, those people knowing that everything is taken care of, like the smoke detectors are checked and the numbers, I mean, the numbers on the house, I remember, I mean, it's been years now, I, I failed that once and I remember saying, well really what's the big deal and it's a huge deal if they can't find you no visibility i was just mm-hmm. thinking like in a snowstorm if especially a retreat lot we have a retreat lot mm-hmm. right behind us the only way that people can tell i mean we have no post um or mailboxes on Mattakesa, mm-hmm. right right in that section right. is just a like a four by four post right. so if that's covered and that's buried how do you know that there's even a house behind me right. mm-hmm. and it's not so much although it is for our guys yeah it's for when I call Hanson in to come to your house. Okay. They don't know where your house is. Oh, I get you. Know what I mean? So if you don't have a number and they're delayed in getting to your house because they're not familiar with it, that's just going to put whatever your emergency is, is just going to make that tenfold because mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. not there fast enough. So do the departments lean into each other a lot like that? Like we do. if you guys yeah. are out yeah. on two separate calls and. Yeah. You- so we had it uh, Friday, last Friday. We okay. did seven months. Well, that's runs. nice to know. Seven runs, five within 20 minutes. Wow. Six ambulances. Wow. Three of ours and two from another town. Hmm. So it, it happens. And it happens more frequently than you would think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a couple, three, four time a week occurrence. So like if you guys, you're answering your own phone calls. So does it go to the police station or does it go directly to you? Through the police. The so police is our PSAP or our answering service. Okay. So se, someone 911. dials 911 in Pembroke. So even if you, but if you dialed 911 on your cell phone, cause you got in a car accident or something. I mean, Melissa told a terrible story. She got in an accident in Brockton several years ago, mm-hmm. and no one would come over and help her, and she had to crawl out of her sunroof, right, mm-hmm. to get out of her car. No one would help her, and she had to call the fire department herself. But if she was hurt, like if you call 911 on your cell phone, where's that go, state? Well, so it depends. So we're getting what they call enhanced 911 now, so a lot of times. So if you were in Duxbury mm-hmm. and called on your cell phone, it would pretty much be able to pinpoint you. Hmm. Oh, okay. Geolocation? Um, yeah, through through your cell phone. Yeah, based on, like, the towers, yeah, right? Yeah, before, it would either go to only two places. Like, I think the state police was one of them. Yeah. Um, and it would have to reroute. So it would be maybe 
three people before it got to actually where it needed to be. Mm-hmm. And it really never gave an exact location mm-hmm. if you couldn't tell them where you were. Yeah. It would give it vicinity. Mm-hmm. So but we know it's, that it's getting better mm-hmm. now. So that's why you should, if you live in the town of Pembroke, mm-hmm. if you live in the town of Hanson, if you live in the town of Marshfield, you should have their non-emergency number in your phone. Yeah. Um, I do. So you yeah, your that. guy said that to me upstairs. <clears throat> right. So if 911 doesn't work, you mm-hmm. can at least call the non-emergency number and get through directly to Pembroke. Well, there's so many now, like so many people don't do the phones at home where... Yeah, it's okay. you know I don't what have I mean? one. You would see like, yeah, the caller ID. Yeah. But I know, like when we moved here, one of the first things I did was I went into the back end of our uh, of our telephone system because our telephones go through the internet. But I had to change it all because it said our 911 emergency number was going to bring them to 31 Madi- uh, 31 Scusit Street where mm-hmm. we were. So I had to change the emergency address to all mm-hmm. of this. So no matter what phone you pick up, 911 will come here now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that it's important for people to realize. You know, I know I go by so many houses now and I see I don't see their numbers on their house. And I just I'm sure like so now you get a call. It goes to the police department. Then it comes to you. I'm sure you guys talk lingo like, hey, you know where the McNamara's live. And, you know, it's two houses down from where the McNamara's are or you use like pinpoints, you know. So that makes sense. But that's not everybody either because we have new people, nine new people Mm -hmm. that have started with us that aren't. Familiar, familiar with Pembroke yet. Yeah. They get in there, but it's going to take a little bit of time. It's, you know, 250 streets or whatever it is in the town. Oh, really? That's a fun you know, fact. Or address locations that you can get to, Yeah. you know, all up in North Pembroke. So they're learning that. So they yeah. don't know down to Sharon's house, the second house on the right. Yeah. The veterans would know that, but they wouldn't know that. Yeah. So they have to actually kind of learn that. And learn where they yeah. are and everything. So the numbers on the house, it's, it's a law. It's a mass, It's a general law, mm-hmm. 148. 59 or something, section 59. Well, I remember these are the things. That, so for our listeners, uh, you're listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McMire, Mary Baker, and Melissa Wallace. We also have Michelle Faye with us tonight, and we have the deputy chief of the fire department here in Pembroke, and uh, he's answering some of our questions. We'd like to have this um, topic right before uh, daylight savings, mm-hmm. which is this week. So you're going to be putting your clocks back, fall back. But it's also a very good reminder to change the batteries in your smoke detectors and your carbon monoxide detectors. And... Um, um, if you have any questions for us, 781-837-4900. Ben is at the studio, so you can uh, get some questions in if you want. And I was going to go somewhere else with that thought. Any idea where I was on that? No. <laughs> the hot going. and cold water spigot from last week? Oh, oh yeah. Can we talk about I, that? I mean, we argued just about cool, it a little just bit. Just a cool idea. Just it a cool, is a cool idea. idea. Yeah. If you're going to build a house, she was. She was like, Sharon was on the show, and she goes, "What is it to like wash yeah. your car in the winter?" Could be. And she's yeah. like, "That's to a always perfect get hot idea." Water if you needed it, I actually asked Mark because yeah. we just put a new garage up, yeah. and I said, "Hey, I think that we should put a, a like a hot and cold spigot in the garage." And he's like, "Why?" I said, "Because Ken McCormick said so." There you go. <laughs> he obviously it's wasn't listening idea. to the show. That's it. It's no. actually yeah. I think it's a neat idea. So that's all. Yeah. Give me some neat ideas to give you neat ideas. Oh, I know where I was going. So we were talking about the numbers and the importance of the numbers. So I've learned so much from you over the years. And before Mary was there to, you know, do what she does, I was there a lot. And now when I show up, he's like, oh, 
<laughs> Look who rolled out of bed almost. <laughs> like, surprise. Why are you yeah. working? Why are you here? No, I he's, waiting, like, for, he's waiting for you to get a new car because he noticed that we got new cars this year. Yeah. So he's like, I, I, can't, afford one. Her new I car. can't afford a new guys car. guys are paying well over here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the things, the simple things for, for our listeners, the importance of these things when it comes to the wintertime for... Every minute counts. And I'm just thinking of like scary things mm-hmm. with people having a stroke or any type of emergency. I think it's great. Our whole department is, you know, um, paramedics as well. But like the vine, don't put vinyl numbers on your house. And I asked you, I remember, I did not know. Peel. The stick and peel vinyl yeah. ones. And he's like, because they can peel off. So if one number peels off, then we're not sure. And I was like, that makes sense. And then another time you said, nope, they can't have them on their door. And I was like, why? And he said, well, what if it's the summertime and the door is open and they just have their screen door? And I was like, it's little things that you don't think of, but it's those are like the little important tidbits that are so important. And that one little minute that takes a little bit longer to get to your house could actually save your life and everyone in your family. Yeah, or or the other way. Mm. The the longer the delay Yeah. To turn worse. Yeah. So, well, I mean, it, it, first it responders is a term. Like response is literally in right. response time first. matters. Like mm-hmm. first, first. first response. <laughs> first right. response. It's logical. Good. Yeah. But good, it is important. Good, good on See, words, I put, there, Mary. I put nice that work. Together. <laughs> You're right. so funny. So um, some of the other <clears throat> tips that you have for people for winter months what are some of the things that you can give for suggestions i know we talked a little bit about the fireplaces and that's important because i had a big crack in my fireplace in my chimney i never went to that side of my house the last time i was there you were there because i had all those bees Mm -hmm. that were at my house (laughs) and i called the fire department the last time i was there (laughs) (laughs) i always have this vision of her like running away from the bees and jumping into the pool and like did you you know like counselors when people don't know what to do, <laughs> they it, which is fine, but that could have been serious. That could have been serious, though. I mean, if Mark's five allergic, minutes right? left, five minutes okay. left, everyone. It was like a big swarm. It looked like a black cloud. I've talked about this in the past, and then Ken had to show up, and I was like, "You had to bring the fire truck, show off." <laughs> I wasn't walking. That's for sure. I know. So, um, what are some other um, big tips that you would have for our listeners? And what if people, I hate to put you on the spot, but you, we have a lot of people that have been in their homes for a very long time. I want to talk about one idea too is, is there a list anywhere for elderly people who are by themselves and maybe don't have family in the area that maybe there's a list that we could put together and we can help them shovel out like they're a pathway or something like that. Is there anything like that in terms like of resources? things to do? Well, do, do you think or that to, yeah, resources, resources that, yeah, resource wise. Wise that they can contact if they need additional help? Because you guys can't do that. I, yeah, I would say if you are on the elder side. Yeah of living in the town of Pembroke and, and need assistance, yeah. whether it's stormage or storm damage yeah. or no power or winter, you can always call um, elderly services oh, yeah. in the town. And yep. they can guide you in the right direction. That's really not something. Yeah. what I do. Yeah. Um, but you can always call the fire department and we'll come and see what we can do. Yeah. If we can help you, we'll help you. If we can guide you in the right direction, we will. Yeah. I was just thinking we should have a little list of volunteers together that just are, you know what I mean? I don't. We got a whole town hall full of them. Of volunteers? Volunteers. That's what they, I mean. Every, the building department, the yeah. electrical department, the wiring department. The, everybody. You know what I mean? So yeah. everybody's there. They're, they're a resource to use. Yeah. Um, 
I'm just thinking about so the I've, snow. Yeah, I'm trying to think of something that. nice that we could do. Like, But the thing is, the scary part about that is the last person who touched the, the shovel was the one that, like, I, <laughs> yeah, so if we're having an open house and there's, you know, a vacant property or, mm-hmm. that you know, the homeowner isn't home, it's like, I'm sorry, we can't shovel for you because the last person who touches the shovel is the one that owns the lawsuit if somebody comes and trips and falls and, and all that. So, um, all right, so we only have a couple minutes left. If you wanted to listen to some of our past shows uh, that maybe didn't have as many technical difficulties, you can go to bostonconnect.com or you can go to talkrealestate.com, talkrealestateradio.com or talkrealestatepodcast.com and you can find all of our past shows. And um, if you have any suggestions for us for future shows, just feel free to get in touch with us at 781-826-8000. So uh, the biggest top tip that you have for people for preparing for the winter months for safety-wise, like Christmas trees and things like that? Oh, if you go oh into Christmas, yeah, I mean, there's a million of them. I mean, that you yeah. just you just what gotta do you be see the most? proactive, mm-hmm. and, and you have to have a safe home environment. That's all. Yeah. Whether it's keeping pathways clear, keeping doorways not blocked, mm-hmm. not collecting a bunch of crap and putting in all over the house, keep mm. it you know neat. Yep. Fireplace burner. Smoke detectors are a big one. Mm-hmm. CO detectors are huge, have especially a in the winter. Fire extinguisher. Yeah, fire extinguisher. Yep. Um, know how to use a fire extinguisher. Um, if you're gonna <laughs> I have do one, not. If, well, if you're gonna have one, you need Make to, sure know how to use it. Make sure it's not expired, right? They expired. Yeah, they I know. Throw in the extinguisher at <laughs> the fire. I like that you looked at well. me. I'm like, I'm like, I'm the worst case of whatever could go wrong in your house right but now. Seriously, right. I'm gonna so, let you know, yeah. I'm the worst under pressure. I am literally the worst under pressure. The time I almost set my house on fire because I was, M- M- Michelle, you might remember this when we had to um, sterilize yeah. baby bottles, right, in the pan. Well, I forgot about them. And I was down in the basement, in the finished basement with the kids. And I came upstairs and the whole like thing is on fire. The house, You couldn't even see. There was so much white smoke. I just grabbed the kids and I went out the bulkhead and I called Mark. And I was like, the house is on fire. Blah. He's like, did you call the fire department? I was like, no, I called you. <laughs> He's like, yeah, call the fire department first. So there's that delay. No nine one one. Know who to call. I mean, yeah. It, I mean, there's a lot. There's a million. We could spend. You know, not enough time in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, Stay calm under pressure. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Take a deep breath. That's my. That full is your motto d- entire in, demeanor. In, 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 <laughs> I didn't create the emergency. I'm here to help. Yeah. So if I was just as nervous and mm-hmm. crazy as the person that created it. No, yeah. nothing would ever get done. Well, I said this before. I was one of the fortunate people that was on the committee for our new fire chief, and I learned so much about our fire department. I have the highest regard for all of these guys. Uh, Ken, you're always there for us and um, for everybody in town, and I love that. You have such a good group of guys over there, and we appreciate everything that you do for us, so well, thank you so much. we appreciate what you did Thanks uh, for coming. today for us. Yeah. No, our pleasure. Yeah. All right. Well, we will see you next week, 781-826-8000, if you want to reach us you can get to bostonconnect.com and to all the guys that joined us for dinner tonight we are so happy to have you as our guest in our home have a good week everybody